Hey there, everyone, and welcome to this week's pod. This week, I chop it up with Mr. Thomas and Mr. Iguane about the Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams, and coincidentally, how we as teachers need to cultivate a mindset in our students the same way a coach needs to cultivate a mindset in their athletes. As leaders, we need to believe in our students, believe in their potential, and cultivate that within them. So, welcome to another episode of The Chronicles of Mister. Let's talk about the Rams wins, though. Mm, that was fun. That was and nice. scary at the same time. Like, that was nice. It was a very serious game. We I almost didn't win that. I was, I think I was super hyped about that Super Bowl show, though. Like, I didn't think it was going to be that good. Halftime show? Yeah. It's like, it really was. I like the um, like the design, the setup, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they have the streets of Compton and yeah. LA and stuff. Wow. You know? That's nice. Yeah. You know, they brought, uh, Kendra Lamar brought the Golden Lords out. You know, Meteor was, man, yeah man, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nobody. I was like, like a villain. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. They were like, what's the gold lord? It's like, let me show you the gold lord. Sure. You don't know. You think he was paying uh, homage to um, to the director? Death. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he pass this year or last year? Is mm, he I don't gone? know. Let's see. Bad bird. Robert Townsend, I think, is still alive, though. Yeah. But we, we lost another great director. Um, who did we lose? Who was also a director? John Singleton. That's Singleton. Who we lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was uh, because I had no dog in the fight, no horse in the race. Yes, like, you did. Yes, you did. We can go back. No, no. Listen oh. to your tape. I said Last time, I right? wanted the Bengals to win. Exactly. But there was no there was no sadness. Like when they lost, I wasn't heartbroken. Yeah. It wasn't like when Patriots lost to Philly. That was Don't switch up now, hater. You know? Don't switch up now. Easy. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> when there are no feelings, it's easy to switch up. <laughs> that's true. Who is your football team? Patriots. Patriots. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a good team to, to back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I said this to Thomas before, like my childhood was watching Patriots. Um, I was too young to really appreciate the Celtics of like yeah. Bird and, and, and Parrish and the, the original big three. So yeah. I was used to just watching Red Sox, like get super close to the Yankees and then get crushed. So in 2001, when they won their first one, I was just like, whoa, this is incredible. And then sort of like the dynasty grew from there. And then there was one year where every single one of my teams won. Celtics won, yeah. Patriots won, yep. Red Sox won, and yep. like the Boston Bruins won. I was like, look, I'm good. I, I know the feeling of ecstasy. I know the feeling of like defeat. So I'm yeah. good. Boston was title time for a while. For real, you know? for real. For like, real, for real. We're talking about the Celtics going against the Lakers, you know, the, yep. the early yep. 2000s. Um, yep. And then, you know, Big Poppy in them. Like, yep. I used to be a big fan because of Big Poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, what other sports did y'all even have? I think you guys were also great in hockey. Like Boston was just like, yeah. just too too powerful. Yeah, there was too many Super Bowls. Yeah, like, let's not talk about that one guy. Like 
Come on now. I'm glad he's retired too. For I'm and that was I'm the other so happy too. he's retired. I was I was sad when he left and then to go to Tampa and your first year there, you win him a championship. And now you by yourself, you got more championships than any franchise by itself. Anybody so like, else, yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. If yeah. I never see another one, I'm like, look, I've seen enough. And I was at an age where like I went to a few of those parades. Yeah. <laughs> I was in that crowd. So like I don't I don't want to be like what I saw like a couple Bengals fans like in their 80s and like, yo, I've never seen my team. Right. Like I'm I'm yo, good. they were all through LA. Me and my uh me and Lola, we went to a restaurant, I think Friday, the weekend yeah. of Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it was just a sea of like Bengals fans. Where were we? Yeah. We were somewhere in Santa Monica. And I think like they all just landed and they were just trying to like settle down and eat before the Super Bowl. Yo, yeah. There were more Bengal fans in California, I think. Oh yeah, they flew. They flew I out. I don't know why. That was yeah. that was a, a lifetime moment for you. For real. Yeah. So like I, yeah. I, I totally understand. And like the way that I was pre-2001 towards the Yankees, because they were they were just always winning. I'm now of the mindset of like I've had mine. I I hope everyone yeah, had gets mine. that feeling. I hope yeah. you know, like Milwaukee winning the championship last year and watching Giannis like break down and cry. Like I remember, <laughs> like when you when you like. So I I I get that. I get that. It was that yeah. I was there moment. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Wow. I made it to the top. I think Giannis was just crazy. Like yo, Giannis won it before. Before, like, he won it before so many people that mm-hmm. have been in the game for so long. Yeah. Um. Nah, I can't do anyone. Uh, he won it before Damian Lillard. Who's yeah. Been there forever. He won it before Carmelo. You know, <laughs> which is just sad. He won it before Russ. Russell never won it. Russ needs to get out the Lakers. To be honest. And we need we need to invest in another big man because Anthony oh. Davis has no he needs some milk. That man needs some milk. Yeah. That man needs to drink a gallon of milk per day. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Why are your bone structures just so so brittle? Brittle, bro. Yeah. But I did see that fall. Like it obviously wasn't his fault, but but the th- this the kiddos and I have this. Um, discussion every single year and particularly this year well ever since the bubble is just like stay healthy stay healthy yeah. until the playoffs because yeah. that's when it that's when it really counts that's yeah. that unfortunately that's when it counts you yeah. could be an eighth seed if you're healthy and then you hit that right stride you get that yeah. anything yeah, we, possible we, we're in the plan we want one game next year yeah. no like anything. it doesn't matter who's number eight exactly yeah. exactly because like man Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. I watched that and I was just like, oof. You're right. It's not his fault. Unfortunately, because of the history, it's just like, yo, my dude, again, you're not gonna be there when they need you. Yeah. So when you yeah. so when I like consider like a, a Kawhi who's like, look, I'm gonna do load management. Or I think of L, you know, LeBron saying, you know? Like, look, I'm gonna sit out. Here's the reason why. There's like, a reason why. If my I mean, body Kawhi, isn't Kawhi has sat down what a season and a half already. Yep. Was I'm like sorry he sat down all last season in the bubble. Well, last season was in the bubble. When did he get injured? In the bubble or before the bubble? I I just remember everything that had to do with San Antonio. I'm like where he was like, mm, look, I'm not gonna play yeah, when y'all yeah, don't take care of yeah. me. 
Why am I yeah. going to go risk myself for you? Right. When, when right. you really look at your work as that, as business of like, look, yeah. I'm, here, I'm here for the, for, for a long time. I'm here for a, a good time. Talent. Yeah. Not a long time. Yeah. And then the way that you make your moves yeah. is, is totally different. Yeah. Totally it different. makes sense. It makes sense. I, I thought San Antonio would work given like pop, mean pop. Mm-hmm. He know who Kawhi was, but I guess nobody saw even the freak as as the freak or whatever they call him, McClaw. I would even say like the whole Kawhi situation is like a really good teacher too. You can have a really good teacher yeah. who wants to be in a school, who can mm-hmm. have a really good principal like Pop was. Unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't end with Pop. Pop is not the owner. Pop yeah. is not the one making the general manager, making these certain moves of like the buck stops with him or the right. final word stops with him. So like if you've got a board who's like, no, let so-and-so go. What are you going to do? Like, oh, what, yeah. what can that, what can that player do? I, and I think when I think of Kawhi, I'm like, look, more power to you. You recognize the game. Mm-hmm. You recognize also the business aspect of it. And you recognize right. self-worth to be like, look, I'm hurt. I saw how you are treating me and how you're making certain moves that are not going to be, be beneficial to my longevity, yeah. long run. No, I'm not going to put my neck out for you. I will do, I'll, I'll, I'll make certain moves so that I can go elsewhere. And then to go elsewhere, win it. Yeah. Win it right. the way. Just prove them wrong. Yeah. And then to be I, like, now I control my destiny. I want to go over here and want to build something over here. Right. Yeah. I, I love how you brought it back to teaching because if a teacher is not, if the teacher doesn't feel like what they're doing is getting anywhere, or if they're not supported in a way that can help them get somewhere, they will leave, right? They will take everything that they are somewhere else, somewhere where they're more valued, somewhere where they can catch more breaks and have more grace, you know what I mean, more support. The Uh, skills that they learn and mm -hmm. applying where they're going to be needed, wanted, you know? Yeah. if I'm in the right situation, I'm going to win a championship. Test scores are going to go up, you know? Uh, Class engagement. engagement. Yeah. So he's totally right. He said, you know what? I need better administration around me. I need better doctors, you know, better people to look out for me. Yeah. Because if they don't, I can't be the best basketball player I can be. And I'm one of the best basketball players there are. So what was really interesting at least what I found interesting as we were having our chats going back and forth while the Bengals are playing the Rams. And again, I'm on record on tape. I wanted the Bengals to win. My heart wasn't Everybody in. catch that episode. What is that? Four? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was episode uh, either. I think it was five. Check the tape. It's in there. Regardless, it's on. Yeah. It's, it's verifiable. <laughs> However, we're going back and forth. We're, and the person that I'm looking at after they, after, oh, Odell got that, he caught the touchdown. And I was just like. It's not celebration though. Ooh. Right. But the thing for me is, for me, Odell is a giant. And giants, because of, like I was telling you before, being a Patriot, it's the team that, you know, beat us two times. <laughs> the only team that beat us <laughs> The only team. The only team. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, who's that, Eli? Yep. Man, Eli has so, never been a good quarterback. But when he played Tom Brady, man. The best in the game. In a, in a, in, two for two. And that's it. That's it. Where you have a guy where you're like, in, 
Odell, where you're like, yo, I clearly see his talent. Yeah. You go somewhere else. He goes to Cleveland, and you're like, yo, you know what the man can do. Just let the man do what he does. Yeah. Is that where he went right after the Giants? If I'm not mistaken, that's where he went, right? After they picked him up in Cleveland, and then from Cleveland, he came over here to to LA. But yeah, what I was, what I, what's going to be interesting for me in this whole like analogy or metaphor of teaching in these athletes is like Odell contributed a touchdown. He got hurt. And he was on the sideline, would like to have done more, but unfortunately wasn't able to do as much as he would have liked to. He still got a ring, though. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. So if he contributes to that, any hater who's like, oh, Odell didn't do da 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 da, it's like, yo, B, shut your mouth. Like, you, don't, you, you, you obviously have never been on a team right. or played sports to be able to, to, to let those words come out of your mouth so frivolously, yeah. whatever. Everybody so, plays their part. Whether exactly. you catch right. one, one yard, and, and that's what gets us closer to the goal. Like, mm-hmm. you did your part. Right. But for him, he caught an actual touchdown, you know, had what, over like 50 reception yards. He was supposed to go for 65, I think. People <laughs> people were betting that he goes over 65, but I'm not going to talk about that. But, uh, but, he, but he did his part. But he did his part. He showed and up, then, celebrated. You take, you know? yeah, yeah. My bad. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. No, I was going to say – and it's not just the Super Bowl, everything that led up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you've got a teacher who comes in, who on day one, the reason why you hire said teacher is like, yo, I see the potential in you. I see the skill. I see that the, the beautifulness of student engagement, the moves. Um, you obviously have the numbers. Then let the teacher do their thing. If you come in on a visit and you see said teacher not, should be teaching math, but is not teaching math. There's trust like, yo, he or she is not in their spot, but I know mm-hmm. they know the route. They will get to the yeah. spot. I was yeah. watching this clip where they showed Stafford, I think it was that last, one of the th- last throws on the drive to get the winning touchdown. Was it that no-look pass? Yes, exactly. Yeah. My man wasn't there, but Staff's like, I know he will yeah. be there. And yeah. so rather than throw it where he's at, he threw it to where he was going to be. And similarly yeah. for us, like, if you've built a relationship with students, you're like, I know where I want you to be. Yeah. Whatever's happened up till now is where you are. However, I'm going to address and talk to you and teach you and blah, blah, blah. But I know this is where you're going to be. I tell the kids, look, on the day-to-days, that's your job. The, the big picture, the macro, at the end of the year, that's my job. You right. should see growth for you in math yeah. and science by the end of the year. If yeah. you do your steps, like day one, day two, day three, day 50, whatever, bet. That's, all you, that's your responsibility. So we have our checkpoints. We just had our, our mid-year diagnostic of like, here's your growth. Here are the areas of growth. This is what we need to do. And just trust. I had a talk with my coach. I'm like, yeah, yeah so-and-so is not great. But so-and-so has had roughly two years of not being in a school. So-and-so is used to like, whenever I want snacks, I just get up and get snacks. So-and-so is used to when I needed to use the restroom, I just go use the restroom. I don't, what's this mister telling me like, no, can you pause this? Another kid who's out when he or she comes back, then you go like, yeah. Kiddos used to like, whenever I need to use it, I use it, which is similar to us as adults. So I recognize that and I'm working with that. And and I've got that relationship. We've built that relationship from September till now that they know, oh yeah, Mr. Pierce got me. So that speaks to grace. Um, The same grace we look for uh, from the higher ups to trust us, to lead the classroom and do things that we need to do. Uh, the same grace we want to extend to the children 
You know what I mean? Yes, we're going to provide you with all these things, uh, but we're also going to provide you the space to grow. Mm. We're also provide you the time to grow, right? Mm. It's been two years since you've been in school. It's been a while since you've done a problem. Uh, no pressure, but we got to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to, you know, make some catches in the Super Bowl. Yep. You don't have to score the game when it touchdown, but I also need you to play your part. The same way we're believed to play our part, I think we should be able to extend that same grace to our students also. Definitely. Yeah, it's like, you know, sprinkling some some sh- sunshine in there, some fun, some like yeah. different activities. Don't keep it reading from the book. Like, you know, Fry, mm-hmm. we're going to do section three, draw the line. Like, no, let's color outside the box for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's for a little bit. Uh, you know, as long as you hold the reins, give them, give them a little leeway. You know, it's it's all yeah. fun as long as you can tie it to the content, the subject, the lesson, your objectives for yeah. that target area that you have to hit. It's have fun with it. Like, don't keep it boring. Don't. I like how this conversation is going. So I want to ask the question: um, How do you all feel about um, standardized testing and and things like that? It's it's a benchmark, obviously. It's uh, a goal, a target. It's a way to assess where they're at. But I'm asking in terms of like preparations and and how how much weight does it hold? I, I mean, like for me, I never liked tests at school. Yeah, I didn't. I knew the material. I knew everything front and back. But the second you say, we're having a test, and you put it in front of me, blank. I forgot everything. I mean, but I mean, like, at at the school we were previous at, I knew the kid knew the material. I knew it because we were in the classroom every day, and he showed it to me. But, I mean, like, he didn't pass his test, but I, I wrote a few problems on the board for him. I was like, can you do these? I will advocate for you because I know you know this information. Yeah. And he got up there. I mean, I like videoed it step by step where he can do it. And I showed it to him. Like, he knows this stuff. Don't hold the test against him. Like, yeah. you got to have alternative ways for people who are not good test takers. So. Facts, facts. Um, was that more of like teacher given tests or, or was that uh, standardized testing? It was teacher, but I mean, they were kind of uh, kind of teaching to the test for one of the sections because we hadn't okay. touched it. Yeah. But I mean, getting still, um, when it hit the standardized test mm-hmm. part of it, they were uptight. They were like, I'm going to fail it. I'm like, well, look, I know we're not supposed to do this, but here, I'm going to put on some music, relax, take a breather. Yeah, you got to be comfortable. Kids get uptight when you hear the word test. They Very just... uptight. Yeah, and um, right. I, I kind of like what you said about how you notice that students know the word, it's just that they get uptight when it's time to take the test. But now, how do we show that to you know those people who are grading the test and and, right. and attaching a score to the student and things like that? Yeah. Because I know for me, if I give a test and I know that a kid, a student does not understand that test, that paper test that I just gave, I'm going back into the classroom and seeing if he or she can fill that gap, whether 
if I give the test on Friday um, and I notice that they can't do XYZ, I'm going to check for XYZ on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and then look to, you know, either give them credit for that or acknowledge that, like, you, you really should take this again because, you know, you just showed that you can do it. But how, how can students replace their score <laughs> ever? I'm talking about their, their standardized test scores. How, how can they do that? Mm-hmm.